This is a special post-Halloween edition of All About Wine. <laughs> we have unearthed one more mysterious and spooky show from the archives. The bones and the flesh have been cleaned for your enjoyment of this haunting show from October 2015. With chilling stories of ghosts and the unexplained. With special guest, Bunker Hill Vineyard and Winery in Parish, Florida. Oh, wait a minute, that's not far from here, is it? Huh. Oh, so sit back and please leave the lights on. Don't, don't be afraid. Enjoy! <laughs> This is All About Wine on Blog Talk Radio, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009, featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some some neat people on the program. I, I just... I love that. Call our guest line at any time during the live show at area code 646-727-3235 and let's talk about wine. Again, the phone number to call is 646-727-3235. And now, All About Wine is on. Here's Ron. Mike is calling Lenore uh, for Bunker Hill Winery. It's located in Parrish, Florida, which is actually south of uh, of us right here. It's uh, east uh, southeast of Tampa, to give you a little bit more perspective there. And she said that they have been... Uh, going on ghost walks and some surprising information she's going to share with us. So I think she's about ready, is she? Yeah, ready to go. All right, fantastic. Let's bring her on here. Hello, Nora. Welcome to All About Wine. Glad you can join us tonight. Hey, Ron. It's good to be back. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. And you? Oh, we're doing fine. Thank you very much. Good. Um yeah, I was just telling uh, Parrish what south or east southeast of Tampa, uh, and uh, the uh, uh, on the west coast of Florida. For those out there listening or not familiar with us, and um, Lenora has been uh, well. She was a guest two years ago during our Halloween month. And I called her the other day, and she was all excited because they just went on a ghost walk 
uh, last Saturday, and she said there was all sorts of exciting stuff. So I'm going to let her tell us what's been going on and and uh, how the haunting is doing. So it's all yours, Lenore. Okay, Ron, thank you very much. Yeah, we have our uh, Spirit and Orb Walks every month, the third Saturday of every month. And this month in October, we had quite a lot of people wanting to do it, so we're doing it twice this month. We had one last Saturday night, and our next one is October the 31st, Saturday night, which is already foot filled up. <laughs> uh, but last Saturday night, we had a large group of people, and we did get a lot of activity. We normally, we always get activity. We have uh, K2 meters going off. We have lights that we put on the table and stand away from it and ask questions, yes and no questions, and our flashlights will come on, answering our questions. And that uh, we get a lot of people here. We get psychics, paranormal people. We get um, shamans. We have a shaman here who's pointed out where we have actually have a vortex in the woods and behind the vineyard. And we <laughs> took people down, and we had a paranormal or rather psychic lady who was there and who could tell us about what she was, what was in the vortex, about the guide that was there leading the spirits through. But we also have um, several people that can actually see the spirits. But we've had, um, we actually are safe haven for spirits out here. So it's something that is ongoing. We've been out here about 20 years, and it is a good thing. It's not bad at all. We've never had any bad issues. But it's not hype. It is for real. Like I say, we're a safe haven for spirits. But if you go on our website and read our ghost story, you can see a chronological event of things that have happened over the years. But, um, you know, definitely we're open to all kinds of questions, or if you have any questions. Uh, you know, it's, it's always fascinating. I, I've been on your website, and I, I've followed mm-hmm. some things. And I always tell customers when they come into the winery up here, I uh, always mention that you're haunted down there, and, and they need to get a hold of you. And some people get the immediate attitude, no, I don't think so. And others go, ooh, exciting, I need to do that. So, <laughs> you know, there's there's both types out there. Um, the, right. uh, spirits, the spirits that you're getting, we had a guest on last week, uh, Joy Neighbors. Mm-hmm. She writes a blog, Joy's Joy of Wine, and she also has a blog called A Grave Interest about cemeteries and stuff. And she was talking to us about spirits and ghosts last week. And uh, she has said that she finds that the ghost, East Coast particularly, and stuff like that, Civil War type ghosts, Native Americans, uh, what type are you getting down there? I mean, do you, do you have an idea? Well, we have, oh, yes, definitely. We know we have Native Americans. We have Civil War that has come through here. We have the Spanish because they were here 400 years ago. Hmm. But uh, we also have regular uh, settlers. Um, back uh, 100 years ago, if you died out here, you didn't call a coroner. They buried you right here. And we had strawberry fields here, not orange groves as we do now. But you had uh. a lot of settlers back at the turn of the century that lived out here. So whenever they passed, you know, they just very well, you know, they were buried right here on the properties. We also had a gentleman send us an email a few weeks ago who said that uh, he might have one of the answers to our puzzle, we're always looking for answers mm. to, to 
because the more answers you get, the more pieces of the puzzle that you can put together to find out you know, what is going on. And we know that we have several spirits out here. One of our spirits, they say that the if you look on our website, one of the first ones was Gerald, Gerald with a G, spelled with a G. Well, we had a gentleman send us an email not too long ago that said he may have an answer for us on one of our you know, one of the, the questions. He said his father had lived out here many, 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 many years ago and loved it so much that whenever he died, they had him cremated and they put his ashes in, in the, we have behind us on our property, we have a small river, a little creek, and they spread his ashes back there because that's where he loved it so much. But he also said his father's name was Gerald, uh-huh. but spelled his name with a J. Uh, so you can see how things come together. But we have uh, a lady who has seen, we have um, a woman in white uh, who doesn't know why she's here. We have children. We have children, which is you know interesting too. But they say that the children are here probably because this is where their parents were. Well, we have a number. It's not just one or two. It's like I said, it's a safe haven for them. They come in supposedly through the portal on here, and they don't know why they're here, but they're they're safe here. We're not. Someone had told us, asked us one time. They said one of the mediums did. They, it was the question was, you think you found this place? No, you didn't find this place. They found you, and you are now the the caretaker of it. Uh huh. So it's. Aha, uh-huh. right. It's all good, and it's not hype. The people that come here for our uh, orb box, spirit and orb box, are not looking for somebody to jump out of from behind the tree and scare them. You know, they're looking for the real facts. They take pictures uh, with flashes. They send us pictures of the spirits and the orbs and the mist and all that that they're getting. So we have quite a book compiled of photos that were taken, where you've got Indians' faces, you've got mist, you've got um, lots and lots and lots of orbs. But, no, it, it, it's interesting. We get a lot of people out here. We get people that are sensitive. They'll walk in the door and they'll say, oh, my gosh, you've got a great welcoming committee out here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or someone will, will be on the orb and they'll say, well, I just heard my name called. Well, welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. This, the uh, presence of spirits isn't it because of unrest or reason that they're they're hanging around or something? I mean, you mentioned the children uh, looking for parents, but uh, you know, I've always had the thoughts that the reason you are getting spirits, the reason you are being um, you know, visited by all these uh, different beings, is because of unrest, because they haven't moved on. They're looking for something. Um, right, and they haven't found what they're looking for. So, Or they haven't is... found what they... They're... Go well, ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say... Well, it, no, so oh, it, I... it, that is what... Uh, uh, that's true, then. So, go on. I You know, I... No, it, it, it is true. There, there's unrest with them. They don't know why they're here. Maybe they haven't found what they're supposed to find, or maybe they haven't accomplished what they're supposed to accomplish. And we actually encourage them to, you know, they, that they can go on. 
but as far as one lady saying, we ask, well, do they just come and go? She says, well, they come and they stay till they go. Uh-huh. Well, finding a safe haven, it would be logical that they would hang out because it's comfortable until they complete their task here on Earth, I guess, is would be the way to put it. I, I don't know. I But see I, I you know, we don't know either. But it's something that uh, you know, we've not experienced it so we don't know why. But we just know it is happening and it is here. Uh uh-huh. do you have you seen or have you felt the same presence uh, over a long period of time? I mean, is there, or, or do they just sort of like you'll see and experience one presence and then that moves on and you'll see others? Or is there, there some that just stay for a long time? Well, you don't know who or what because, you know, it's hard to, can't really identify what you have. But, you know, there's times I've had my hair pulled. I've had my cheek patted. I've had my name called many times. And stuff moves around. Um, we'll get pictures of orbs with our wildlife cameras, but you don't know who or what they are. In uh, other words, if it were a guy by the name of John, you would know it. So it just, uh, the the people that can see them, we've got a couple of them that can see spirits. They can see the dead people and they can communicate has seen the same ones a couple of times with they've been out here, the same little boy, the same woman. Um, I came in one day into the wine cave, and she was there, and she actually told Larry that I had a woman in white with me that came in. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That, well, you know, and, and the reason I'm asking this, I, again, I, re- mm-hmm. I refer back to to Joy Neighbors, uh, and she she's seen a lot of spirits and had this and she talks about certain areas that are being uh haunted if you will with the same spirits like a hotel or or a different place uh they're there all the time and so that's what i was referring to you know i mean they could tell this is the same the lady in white or whatever uh there's always this stuff and i was wondering if maybe yeah, from what people say, yes, it is the same. The same ones, you know, some are some are the same, but they come and they go. Mm-hmm. From whenever we had the uh, psychic here the other night at the orb walk, from the the vortex that many of them come through, and so you know, after they're through, they stay and some go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the, and you're getting all ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's is 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 fascinating, uh, absolutely fascinating. That <laughs> you got that, Mike. You have any questions for Lenore about the spirits or stuff? Uh, not well. Your uh, your walks now that you do, you you said you had to increase them. Um, you're having two this year. Do you have them any other time of the year, or is it pretty much in October and yes, and that's no, no. We have we have our spirit and orb walks the third Saturday of every month. The reason that we're having two this month is because we had so many people that wanted to go on them. So we this month we increased it to two. But okay. we have them the third Saturday of every month. Or we do private ones. If you have a group of people, say, ten or more, we will do a private one for you. But the ones okay. on the third Saturday, those are open to the general public. Wow. And it okay. takes Good. about an hour and a half. 
the walk itself takes about an hour and a half. Everyone shows up about half hour early because we have a indoctrination to where we will cover where we're going, what you're going to be seeing, and the fact that it is real and not hype. Mm-hmm. And then we start the walk, and it lasts about an hour and a half. Have you done any? Uh, have you done any anything like this before outside of the winery, or before you got into this, or did someone? How did how did you first discover that? that they were there other your I, I mean your personal you know you had personal experiences probably but I mean did mm-hmm. anybody else yeah, outside come up and mm-hmm. and we've had several paranormal investigations done out here by professional paranormal investigative people mm-hmm. so it wasn't just us and after we started having but it was just personal experiences is how we you know found out what was happening out here right and then we had um opened it up to the public so that they could experience it also. And then we got paranormal investigative groups from Sarasota and from Tampa and all in the general areas that have come and done numerous, numerous professional investigations. And they always come back with their photos, with their voice, their EVPs, their sounds. They had a sound. One of them came back and they had uh, picked it up on a voice box. And it was Hmm. a child. And they asked who was here, you know, is there anyone here? And the little girl's voice came back and said, do you love me? And that was as clear as could be right on the voice, you know, on wow. the recording. <laughs> so we we have gotten, um, and if you listen to the EVPs, you can hear, we had one night, uh, we had a group here, and Larry was asking, can you tell us your name? Well, I got a phone call from her the next day. And she was so excited because she listened to hers, and it, the, his name was Jerry. Didn't find, you know, Jerry. Wow. Just as plain as could be. So you do get the EVPs, you get the K2 meters going off, you get all kind of um, activity. Wow. Okay. <laughs> How long have you lived there? Uh, we moved here almost 20 years. We've been here right. about 20 years. We planted our grapes about 20 years ago, and we opened the winery five years ago. Did the uh, uh, when you first moved there, were you getting activities then? Oh, yes, we were. It was started about I would say the second or third year after we after we started redoing some stuff and remodeling a little bit. Then the activities started outside mm-hmm. in the building and on the on the grounds in general. Did you were you, <laughs> I gotta ask this. Were you aware of what was happening or did it surprise you? It surprised a little bit, but we generally knew what was happening when it was happening. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's good. I mean, uh, some people would go ah and go screaming from the building. I mean, you know, so. Well, it, it's never been any bad experience. We don't uh, have issues. People say, "Do you have issues issues in your house?" Well, no. We respect them, and they respect us. We have them in our wine buildings. We have them in our bottle building. We've got them on the grounds, but not in the house. Has there, you mentioned the bottling room. Has, has there been any issues with them in the bottling? Uh, the presence is there, yes. <laughs> We've had um, wine tastings where you've had orbs right there with the customers. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Wow. That's great. <laughs> that is really that is great. Uh, is the uh, customers that well? Let's back up a little bit. You are uh, you are recycle everything. You guys, I, I know are right. Are we big. are green environmental. We've been named the greenest winery in America. We are one hundred percent recycled, repurposed on wine bottles. We've our number this past year, we've gotten over 53,695 bottles back in from our customers that are used for wine. So wow. we are green. We recycle everything. Yeah, I, I know you recycle. I've had I've had some of your wines, and people have uh, people that gave them to me said, "Now don't I'll take those back when you're done with it. I'll take them back." And so I. <laughs> and they do. You give people opportunity to. Recycled, they will recycle. We get them from even from other states. A box will show up, and I'll open the box, and they'll have a note that says, we don't recycle in our state. We thought you could use these bottles. So people <laughs> are great. Oh, that's fantastic. And not only do you recycle bottles, but also the wax, uh, you recycle that and all the stuff. I mean, it's just like everything is Right, uh, the wax and the cork. We, send, we ship the corks to Missouri, and a company there makes floor tiles out of natural corks. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know there was a company there that did that. Wow. Right, it's in Missouri, and they make uh, actual floor tiles for construction that are recycled wine corks. Only the natural corks, not the plastic corks. Right. But right. you know, we're different. We're we're a hundred percent unfiltered. We're a hundred percent whole fresh fruits, hundred percent natural corks, sealing wax, hundred percent recycled wine bottles, and ninety-seven percent of our wines are Florida-grown commodities, fruits and vegetables. So we're totally different. Yes, that's and that's great. I, I when I found that out, I I thought that was great. I recycle all my bottles. I recycle everything I can. The corks, I you know, recycle everything I can. I don't reuse, but I do recycle everything. And uh, no, it's wonderful. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, as much as much as I possibly can, I do recycle. I have a lot of wineries do. I've talked to a lot of different wineries over the years, and and it's surprising the wineries that do. Recycle everything. I don't know. I guess maybe just a mindset as a winery that you should recycle. Maybe I don't know. But uh, the uh, well, we, well, we we recycle, but we repurpose. In other words, our bottles we actually use bottles. So we repurpose most of our stuff. That's the better word. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, so while we're on, uh, while we're talking about the winery, let's you know pursue that for a few minutes before we go back to our our, our ghost. But uh, what wines do you uh, uh, tell us about your wines and stuff? Well, we grow our own grapes 100%. We grow seven varieties of the Muscadine grape, which, of course, is a native to the southeastern United States. We make um, red wines, white wines, rosés, sparkling wines out of our grape wines. But we have three categories of wines. We make We have a category of tea wines. We make black tea, green tea, and tea mango, which is black tea fermented with whole fresh mangoes. And then we go into our 100% whole fresh fruit wines, which we do everything from lemon to lime, orange, grapefruit, apple, watermelon, a whole litany of fresh fruit and vegetable wines. And then we have our heritage wines, our American heritage wines, which are our cherry tomatoes, sweet potatoes, spiced pumpkin, spiced apple, 
which are all made with 100% fruits, no juices, no concentrates, and there's no grape base in any of our fruit wines or our tea wines. The only grapes go into our grape wines. Everything else is 100% stands on its own two feet. But that's that's what we do down here. And like I said, we grow 100% our own grapes. We don't use any juices or concentrates for any of our wines, including the fruit wines. I have had your spice apple and spice pumpkin, and they're fantastic. You, you guys really, those are very good. I, I have recommended well, those you. people, you know, numerous times that they were looking for something, especially this time of year. They're they're just a great mm-hmm. seasonal wine. You, you well, know, did, um, did you heat them up? Did you did you make them hot? Heat them up and drink them hot? No, I did not. Marvel. They're wonderful hot. Your spice uh-huh. wines, if you heat them up, and it, they're for this time of year, is wonderful. I didn't do that. The person, um, person who told me about them and, and uh, got them for me because uh, they were telling me mm-hmm. about it, uh, served and brought them in when they were chilled, and and so I had a opportunity to have them at the winery, and I just opened it up and we shared some at the winery, and they were chilled at the time, Good, but they. Very good, very very good. Um, Thank you. So, Thank you very much. Yeah, well, there's they uh, and they've. I've talked to people who've been down there and all that. That uh, they they are really quite impressed with all the different ones that you make and all the different wines. I didn't know you were making a sparkling wine though. That's news to me. Yes, we do. We make a white sparkling, red sparkling, blueberry sparkling, peach sparkling, <laughs> and we've got our strawberry sparkling coming out this December. Oh, and wow. we make our sparkling wines. We make our sparkling wines the same way they make sparkling make champagne in France. We age the wines first, and then we put them in the sparkling bottles. Put a little yeast, a little sugar, wire it shut, and the yeast eat the sugar and produce the bubbles. And that's um, how we get our sparkling wines. Oh, they're very all dry, good. but they're marvelous. Even the fruit wines, all the fruit wines are dry. Yes. Yes, oh. because they eat the sugar and produce the bubbles. We don't inject carbon dioxide. If you inject carbon dioxide, you can put sugar in because you don't have the yeast to worry about. Right. But we don't do that. We let we do it naturally, the same way they well, do in France. So, so you're so fermenting you out the sugars. Your, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right. We do secondary fermentation. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, well, even the strawberry you're making dry? Oh, yes. It's wonderful. Yeah. And it's sparkly. It's just absolutely like biting into a strawberry. <laughs> oh, that should be interesting. Yeah, well, if you're yeah. down this way, you should definitely come by. I, I you know, I'm going to have to make a trip. I, I you know, I just, you know, as well as I do, you start getting tied up doing winery stuff and all that, and, and trying to get away is oh. almost impossible. You know, it is totally impossible. <laughs> I believe me, I know what you're going through up there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's always if it's not one thing, it's another day after day. So yeah, that's <laughs> um, the. Uh, oh, oh, we were talking about. I, I lost my thought on that. So oh, back to the bottling room though. You you said you you've had activities in the bottling room. Uh, has there ever been any mischievous actions by no. any of? No. no. Oh. No, nothing, nothing mischievous, mischievous or 
they let you know they're there. Lights will come on, lights will go off, uh, things will disappear, things will come back, but nothing mischievous. They're not, you know, we don't have that to worry about. Well, that yeah, And that's funny, though, because you're getting, you know, visitors from everywhere, obviously, from different times and everything else, and it's, uh, you know, it seems odd that you would not have some sort of, I don't know, pranks? Uh, well, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> or anything oh, bad. We don't provoke. We don't provoke the spirits here. We don't allow our people to provoke the spirits here. In other words, we have mutual respect between them and us. We have to live with them. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that that would make sense then. You know, I mean, as long as you, you know, show them due respect, they will return it. Now, I'm just like people. <laughs> so uh, exactly, that would make make a lot of sense. Have you uh, have been uh, your your ghost walks? Have they been uh, filling up every time throughout the year, or can people get into them? They. They fill, they fill up. Uh, we advertise. Well, we don't advertise. The, the Braden Herald, the local paper, will put it in on the weekend or things to do. Then we have a brochure in our uh, tasting room, and it shows the date, and they can sign up. Anybody can sign up for it. But once we do hit a limit, of, we try to limit it to about 30 people. Mm-hmm. And we'll, once it's hit 30, about 30 people, then we don't take them anymore until the following month. I see. And what is the cost for this? Is how much? Ten dollars per person, and you have to be over eighteen. We don't allow children in. Um, over eighteen, ten dollars per person, and we have a criteria sheet that we give them. You have to wear decent walking shoes. You can't wear flip flops because it is nighttime and it is in a wooded area. The ground is uneven. So we've got sheets that we've got the required criteria and expectation sheets that we send out to the people or that they can take with them. And that wow. information is in the brochure. Very good. Now, you have well, to, go on. Well, it's just as on the list, basically, uh, bring the sweater, bring um you have to arrive 30 minutes ahead of time. There's no smoking anywhere. We're green environmental. We don't have any smoking on any properties out here, so it's a completely smoke-free environment. No alcoholic beverages. They can't bring alcoholic beverages in. It's been pretty good physical shape because it is walking. But there well, are of them they can bring. Hmm? You walk for the entire hour and a half? Yes. We walk, we wow. stop, we walk, we stop. They bring their cameras. They take pictures. But, uh, yeah, you're out there for an hour and a half walking on the ground. That is, that is you know, quite a long time. Um, yes. Are the, <laughs> are the people that you get to do that walk, are most of them, uh, uh, well, let's see, are they believers? Are they skeptics? Are they Do they want to come out and say, well, prove it to me? Or you got most people to do it because they believe and want to experience it? Most of them, I think, believe and want to experience this. You get some skeptics. You get the people who come in skeptics and they believe believing with a whole new perspective because of what they've seen and what happens. We've got um, 
we get people all over the different towns from Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda, Tampa, St. Petersburg. So we get all over. People come in for them. <laughs> yeah, great. so it's not just local people. They 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 come in because it is on the internet. They'll find it there too, and people are quite interested in that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I so tell people about you know the Blog Talk Radio. October is always Ghost Month, and I always bring up Bunker Hill. And I tell them, I said Bunker Hill's haunted. I said, and they are local. And people get all excited mm-hmm. about it because you are local, <laughs> you know. So they can go down right. and visit you there. Yeah. And they do. They'll they'll drive. They don't mind the drive, but no. like they get them the whole surrounding areas. Even over over on the east coast, will come over. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's just, that's fascinating. I I just I I've talked about the wine in Bunker Hill for the last couple of years to people who come in and. When we start talking about the ghosts and stuff, and uh, I hope uh, they have made the trip over and and visited with you and been on the walk. That that is great. Um, the, well, I'm uh, sure some of them probably have. Yeah, you know, over. Do you always fill up on your uh, on your walks, monthly walks? Yes. Yeah, we usually yeah. fill up most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> We do, and then we do, like I say, we do a lot of private ones also that people oh. that want to put their own group together. So if they if they want to do a private one and they put ten or more people in their own group, we will do it for them on well, any night a, of the week. Oh, well, well, there you go. Okay, so anyone out there who just who wants to get together a a, a spirit walk, then they can do it any time and and just get enough people together to do it. There, you, that's. Right, and they can, like a, in your association or wherever you're living or if you're friends or whatever, you can, if you get a hold of us and let us know, we can let you know if it's if the night is good or whatever, but we do private ones for people also. Has uh, weather affected any of your walks? We've had to cancel maybe, I think we've canceled maybe one. In all the years we've done it. That's all? Wow. And that's it. Most of the time the weather has been very, very cooperative. Very much so. We always get phone numbers on our reservations. We have to make reservations, and we always get phone numbers just in case the weather does turn bad and we do have to cancel. I think we've had to cancel one in all the years that we've done this. That surprises me. That really does because, hey... This is Florida, for heaven's sake. <laughs> you know, I guess, no, I guess and, and that's st- it. You're, it's very unpredictable. Yeah. Bad storms and all sorts of stuff. Counseling one over the years, that is surprising. Um, the uh, walks, do the, uh, well, let's see, no children on the walks. Do you usually get couples or individuals coming in or a uh, combination we get, of both? Oh, we get we get all of that. We get couples, we get individuals, we get the elderly, we get um, you know, anybody over 18 years old. We've had them as long as they're able to walk and that's without assistance yeah. or something. And we have a lot of retirement communities around here. So we do get some of the older people, but they're in good physical condition and they do the walks and what whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to go but down we to don't, the wall. Yeah. We don't let the children, because the children can, you know, the parents can't, sometimes can't control the children very well, but the children, it's not something to have little kids around. Yeah, that's so it, true. So it works out. My daughter, who uh, has had moved, she moved to uh, Utah, and before she moved, though, we, uh, I was talking to her about it, and we were all planning on going down and doing a walk. And then uh, circumstances came up, and we didn't get to fit it in before she moved. But uh, she really was looking forward to going down and doing a spirit walk with uh with all of us. I, I didn't know at the time, though, that you can do a private walk. If I'd known that, we could have gotten people together and done that. So, uh. Well, if, if she ever comes, when she comes back, if you want to definitely give, give us a shout, we'll set something up for you while she's here. That, that sounds good. I'll have to do that. Mike, any other questions for Lenore? Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at your uh, your stories, and You've had you mentioned some you, the cat bowl um, that was I don't know if that yeah. was this year or what but this was an update so it said uh, September 25th I don't know if it was this year but you said there that the item was moved away and I, if you want to go into that you can go uh, into details but other items have also been moved away in a southwest direction that seems uh, there's something significant about that has 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 anyone come up with a reason for this or or why is everything going in southwest from from the location? We really we really don't know, but it can, still continues to do that. We'll have solar lights will disappear and they'll end up in the vineyard in the southwest general area. Like say the catfish went over 125 feet, it was moved over by the flagpole and sitting just perfectly straight up, just like I had said it there. Nobody had moved it, and that was in the southwesterly direction. But there's no definitive reason. Hmm. The little cemetery bots, whenever they were moving, they were moving in a southwesterly direction also. Huh. But any time something does get misplaced or moved, it, it generally, you find it in a southwesterly direction. Yeah, I, I thought that was, that was interesting. That you know, I wonder, has, has anyone gone out there and just placed something you know, marked the spot and said, you know, okay, if it's going to move, it's going to move, and and seen this, you know, any kind of sign of this happening, uh, you know, as a test, or or is it, you know, you you go away somewhere and then you come back and it's moved. We haven't done that as okay. far as placing it out there, but in the southwesterly direction, we have two vortexes on the property. We've got one in in the north area behind us, and then we've got one in the southwesterly area over by the wedding arch. So if that has uh, something to do with it, that may very well hmm. be, be one of the causes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you read the, uh, the stories on there, Ron, but uh, yeah, she's got uh, quite a few uh, interesting things going on over there. Um, yeah, definitely definitely interesting stuff have you ever have you ever set up like an overnight type thing or or you know other than I, I'm, maybe the professionals have done it but have you ever set up a you know where people just come out there and just spend you know the night uh, checking it out and see if there's anything going on right well on the uh, investigations that they've done they've done it after hours and so mm-hmm. uh, two or three o'clock in the morning but we also okay. have infrared night cameras out live infrared oh. night cameras and we can okay. watch them, and whenever you have the infrared cameras out, 
you can actually see all kind of orbs. You can see the rods flying. You can see all kind of activity. And it shows wow. up right on your infrared cameras. We have those set up every night. In the, actually, in the house where you can look at the area, and we set them up for our orb walks outside so that people can see what's going on around them that yeah. they can't see with their eye, but they can stand there and they can look at the infrared cameras where they're, where they're on the video. And they're yeah. standing there, and they can see rods flying around. They can see the orbs around them. So it gives mm. them an idea of what is out there that they actually cannot see with their naked eye. But usually right. if they take pictures with a flash, you can pick up a lot of that on there. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, <laughs> but is there certain times of year that you get more activity than others? No. No, we get it Just all the time. And it doesn't matter if it's cold. It doesn't matter if it's cold or hot, raining or not. We get it. Huh. So they're not they're not particular as far as the weather is concerned. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're a spirit, you wouldn't be. (laughs) You know, really. Yeah. (laughs) Oh wow! Wow, that is fascinating. That is absolutely fascinating. Um. Well, it really, it really is fascinating, even from our point of view, living with it and being involved in it in so many years. It is very fascinating. The uh, the walks, uh, let's get back to that a little bit. Mike was covering that a little bit there. Do you uh, change the areas you go to, or do you have a specific uh, area that you stay in? We change it. It's we take what we do is we take them to areas where we have seen something, we have experienced something, or someone else has experienced something there. Oh. So every time we have an area where something is experienced, we will add that and take them to that area also. Oh, very good. How how big of an area do you because, have there? Well, we have a total of twenty three acres. Okay. But we take it where we are. It's probably seven or eight acres that we go through the area. Uh-huh. Wooded? Some wooded, some flat, some up in the vineyard area, and then we go down. We drop down to a finger of the Little Manatee River goes through the back end of the property, which is about quite a drop down. In other words, it's wooded area, and we go down there to the water. They say that um, one of the psychics has seen old baptisms taking place down there with people in white. Baptism? Now... At current time, now people get baptized in the church. At the turn of the century, many, many years ago, whatever water was available, that's where the baptisms took place. And they could see it down there because there's an old missionary Baptist church right across from us that's been there probably 100, 120 years. (laughs) Baptism in heaven. Wow, that's just fascinating <laughs> it really is i just uh, all sorts of thoughts and images coming in with the with the spirits staying around with the uh after after being baptized and doing that over i i just you know you would think that they would want to move on i just that thought keeps occurring to me you know they would want to move on and, well i'm i'm sure they yeah. do i'm sure they do whenever they're ready you know they do move on and um uh, yeah. New ones come. We we don't know. We don't know what, why or where. 
know, there's so much people that you just don't know about it. That's that's true. You know, and we don't. And there's not going to be anyone that's going to come back and tell us what it's all about either. So, you know, we'll just put it together as best we can. That's that's true. Just like you say, we're looking for for pieces to the puzzle. It's, yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time. Uh, is uh, Larry as, uh, what's my word for you, so excited, so into it as you are? Oh, even more so. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Larry's her husband, by the way. I mean, we keep mentioning Larry. That's that's her husband. Um, oh, yeah, he definitely he is. So it, he yeah. does. He does the talking with them and the, the leading of them. He explains. You know, no, he leads people definitely. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> really, really good for him. So, uh, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm excited, speechless, looking forward to coming down and doing a walk. I mean, I really am. It just sounds so, uh, so fascinating and. Uh, uh, I, well, it's you know, a learning experience. Oh, I without question, I would think that it would be. You know, regardless of how you view it, if you're, if, if you're seeing spirits and stuff, I, I can't help but uh, think that uh, Joy Neighbors of Joy's Joy of Wine would probably just absolutely love to do something like that. I just because she's talking about the spirits that have touched her and how she's felt the presence and how they've touched her hair and stuff like that. And so something mm-hmm. like this would uh, would just absolutely be thrilling for her, I'm sure. But uh, or anyone, I mean, you know, well, we would, we would love to have her, right? It know, is, it's and, it's really it's thrilling for anyone, especially whenever they they're experiencing it and it, something happens and they see the lights coming off and on, they see the K2 meters, they see the activity. It's very thrilling for them. I bet it is. I bet it is. Mike, any last comments, uh, Lenore here? No, I think I'm good. I would uh, I'd look forward to that too. That would be a yeah. That would be a good uh, tour to go on. Uh, good would... walk. Um, but yeah, we have to <laughs> we have to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, to come up that, with something. Set up with something. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get a group of people mm, together and do it. That that would be the way to do it too. If anyone out there wants to do it, you don't have to wait till Saturday night. Get a group of people together and do it. That that's a good way also. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. yes, it yeah. is. Good deal, Lenore. Thank Very you good. so much for joining us tonight. It was fascinating. I I am I I am so excited about the whole thing. I really am. I mean, it just you know all the spirits and everything. I am. I am beside myself. I, I really am. That's a yeah. good way to put it. Um, I uh, oh, Before we get off, give uh, give us your contact information, uh, phone number, web address, the uh, winery's address, everything, so all the listeners out there can get in touch with you if so, they so desire. Well, I will definitely do that, and it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you very much. And uh, your uh, bunkerhill.com or bunkerhillwinery.com? Okay, it's bunkerhillvineyard.com. Vineyards. Yeah, Yeah, I'm on there now. Bunkerhillvineyard.com. 
And all the information on there, BunkerHillVineyards.com. And they also have all sorts of information about the ghost walks. There's stories on there. There's right. a lot of all information. Of that, our ghost story, when they, go, right, when they go on the website, they can click on our ghost story and they can read our ghost story and all kind of information about the other stuff. And name number one recycling winery in the country. That's a big thumbs up for that, too. So, yes, very it good. Is. Congratulations. Well, we so. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. and thank you for taking thank your you. time out this evening and joining us and telling us your your uh, your stories and your uh, sightings and all that stuff. It, it really is fascinating. I am beside myself uh, on excitement here. <laughs> so, uh, good luck to you, and hopefully I'll be down there to visit you uh, uh, sometime soon. Well, we yeah. appreciate it, and we look forward to it, both you and Mike. Right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, this is great. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. And there you have it for this edition of All About Wine. Thank you for tuning in to the last Halloween special of 2018. Wait. You mean I'm done until next year? Well, yeah, now we get into the holidays and the uh, regular shows. So there's nothing else for me? Uh, no, nothing until uh, next October. Well, what do I do until then? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe go scare people or, or just take a vacation somewhere. Somewhere evil and foolish? <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> uh, not what I was thinking, but uh, okay. Be gone! But be warned, I will return soon. Yep, in about a year, so uh, goodbye. Oh, all right. One last thing, though. Okay, what is it? Thank you. Uh, All About Wine will return next Thursday, November 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for regular shows. And the holidays are right around the corner. So uh, tune in and uh, thanks for listening to All About Wine on Blog Talk Radio. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine.